Thank you very much. You're listening to WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana, and this is the Jazz Focus. I am your host, John Clark, bringing you some focused moments in jazz history, as we say. And today we are going to be listening to some music uh, by the great baritone sax player, Harry Carney. We've done a podcast uh, on him before, largely his keynote recordings, those... uh, for keynote under his name also um actually there weren't any under his name but uh, that he did with other people and some under his name for the hot record society as well so we're going to continue that and play some things that he uh, appeared on as a sideman these are generally not duke ellington recordings of course he spent almost the entirety of his professional career from 1927 up until um he died about six months after Ellington in 1974. They um, uh, stayed together that whole time, but periodically he would be engaged to play in some outside recording dates, and we're going to be focusing on some of those today. So we started out with an interesting uh, concept, uh, a sax ensemble, and this comes up from time to time, and this is called Coleman Hawkins and his sax ensemble, recording for Keynote on May 24th of 1944. We did a show on uh, Benny Morton uh, a couple of weeks ago, and we started out with his uh, trombone ensemble, also for Keynote, and Roy Eldridge did a trumpet ensemble as well. We heard a couple of tracks from that on a Roy Eldridge show a while back. Actually, I think it wasn't on a Roy Eldridge show, it was on a Joe Thomas show. He was part of that equation. But this band features four saxophones. Tab Smith on alto sax. He had played with the Mills Blue Rhythm Band and Count Basie, and he was shortly to go off on his own to become a pretty successful rhythm and blues saxophone player. He also did the arrangements here. On tenor sax, we have Coleman Hawkins and Don Bias, with Harry Carney on baritone sax and a rhythm section with Johnny Guarneri, Al Lucas, and Sid Catlett. We heard Three Little Words and On the Sunny Side of the Street. Now, Three Little Words, to give you a little programming here, uh, the solo order started with Don Bias, who uh, had a somewhat more focused sound than Hawkins and tended to play a little more smoothly. After that, we heard Carney, and uh, saxophone-wise anyway, Coleman Hawkins came in after that, and then Tab Smith. Actually, I think Tab Smith was a little before that, so you can tell an alto saxophone. Then we uh, followed that with an alto feature at the beginning and the end on the sunny side of the street. It featured a very long cadenza by Tab Smith. In between times, we heard um, uh, Tab Smith, of course, but Coleman Hawkins followed him with a whole chorus, and then Don Bias and Harry Carney split a chorus after that, and then some fine rhythm support as well. So we'll tell you a little bit about Harry Carney in the next break, but uh, let's do some other recordings that he did. We're going to start the next set. Um, the next set's going to be some very odd things, one-off things he did with different bands. This next one is for Capitol Records. Right at the beginning of the uh, Capitol Records story, Johnny Mercer, the songwriter, was uh, one of the partners who founded that label, and it started out kind of as a jazz label and then morphed into pop music after that. We're going to hear a tune called Rexercise, which was done by the Rex Stewart Big Eight. And this was similar to a band that recorded on the Hot Record Society uh, series that we heard earlier, but this is definitely for Capital. We're going to hear uh, Rex Stewart on cornet with Lawrence Brown on trombone, Al Sears on tenor sax, and Harry Carney on baritone sax in the horn section, all past or present members of the Duke Ellington Band. In the rhythm section, we have Eddie Haywood on piano, Ulysses Livingston on guitar, the Ellington bass player, Junior Raglan, and Keg Purnell on drums. After that, we're going to go to a uh, recording session done by the white alto player, Johnny Bothwell. He was a bebop player um, who also had some minor hits with uh, kind of 
uh, I won't say overwrought, but well-wrought ballads. Ballads, how about that? Um, these recordings were made uh, for the company that was called Signature and was put together by the uh, entrepreneur and later composer Bob Thiel. And this band was called the Johnny Bothwell Swing Tet and featured several Ellingtonians there. Ray, Ray Nance on trumpet, along with Harry Carney on baritone sax. We also will hear Johnny Bothwell, of course, on alto. Alan Eager uh, was a partner of Bothwell's on tenor sax, more of a bebop player. Eddie Finkel on piano, he did the arrangements. Jimmy Johnson on bass and Shelley Mann on drums. And the tune we're going to hear is a Johnny Bothwell original called Dear Max. After that, we're going to uh, hear a ballad performance that uh, was done by Harry Carney as uh, part of a, a couple of sessions done for the Wax label, one of the many small jazz labels that were active in the uh, mid to late 40s. These were done in New York in 1947. This has a definite Ellington flavor. Lawrence Brown is on trombone, Johnny Hodges on alto with Harry Carney on baritone, Billy Strayhorn on piano and probably arranging as well. Billy Taylor on bass, and an unknown drummer in this case. And we're going to hear the uh, standard tune called Why Was I Born? Then we're going to finish up that uh, session with, or, or our set, with a, uh, an all-star group. This is uh, the Esquire uh, All-American Award winners. These were jazz poll winners done for Esquire magazine in 1946. This date was done for RCA Victor on December 4th of 1946. It's a tune called Blow Me Down, and uh, it's credited to Moore. I'm not sure who Moore was in this case, but the band is Charlie Shavers and Buck Clayton on trumpets, J.J. Johnson on trombone, Coleman Hawkins on tenor, Harry Carney on baritone, Teddy Wilson on piano, John Collins on guitar, Chevy Jackson on bass, and Shadow Wilson on drums. Very all-star group. And so that's our set coming up. Rexercise with Rex Stewart, Dear Max with Johnny Bothwell, Why Was I Born uh, for Wax Records. And by the way, I don't think I uh, even mentioned the name of that group. It was, in fact, uh, Johnny Hodges. Well, actually, I'm not sure whose name it was under. Sometimes uh, they were put out with no names. So I think that was the case in, in, in this particular instance. But that's Why Was I Born. And then we're going to finish with the Esquire American All-Stars in Blow Me Down. Thank you. 
Some very interesting and uh, not very well-known recordings done by Harry Carney during the 1940s. We started out with the Rex Stewart Big Eight for Capitol Records in January of 1945. We heard Rexercise, a Rex Stewart composition. Uh, with that band, of course, Rex Stewart on cornet, Lawrence Brown on trombone. Some very smooth, uncharacteristically... Uh, I hate to say sophisticated playing by Al Sears on tenor sax. He was usually known as more of a rhythm and blues honker, but a very good player. Certainly did some nice work with Ellington. Harry Carney, of course, on baritone. Eddie Haywood on piano. On guitar, we had Ulysses Livingston with Junior Raglan on bass and Keg Purnell on drums. Then we went to uh, that odd tune, Dear Max, by Johnny Bothwell's Swing Tet. And this had some bebop influences, certainly, as well. September of 1945 for Signature. Uh, Ray Nance on trumpet. He always sounded a little more boppish than the average swing trumpet player. Johnny Bothwell on alto sax, who sort of went back and forth between Charlie Parker and Johnny Hodges. Alan Eager playing a very boppish tenor sax with Harry Carney. Eddie Finkel on piano, Jimmy Johnson on bass, and Shelley Mann on drums. And that was a Johnny Bothwell original arranged by Eddie Finkel. Then we heard that really beautiful ballad performance of Why Was I Born, done uh, for the Wax record label in 1947, uh, with a largely Ellington cast. Lawrence Brown on trombone, Johnny Hodges on alto, Billy Strayhorn on piano, Billy Taylor on bass. Don't know who the drummer was, but it was all really a feature for Harry Carney and that big, beautiful sound that he had. Then we finished up with that uh, strange uh, all-star date, the Esquire American All-Stars, uh, or rather, the Esquire All-American Award winners, a different band, done on December 4th of 1946 for Victor. We heard Blow Me Down. Charlie Shavers played the trumpet solo on that, heard a little trombone, J.J. Johnson, Coleman Hawkins on tenor, and Harry Carney on baritone, with a very mixed rhythm section. Ted, Teddy Wilson on piano, John Collins on guitar, Chubby Jackson on bass, and Shadow Wilson on drums. So, some very interesting and uh, compelling jazz from that period. Harry Carney was born in the Boston area in 1910, and uh, he played in a lot of local Boston bands before being engaged by Ellington about 1926-27 to sub with his band on a New England tour. He actually had to get permission from Harry's parents to allow him to go since he was a minor. Uh, it worked out so well that uh, about a year after they did that, he brought him to uh, New York, and they started playing together in Duke Ellington's early bands, even the pre-Cotton Club band. He was with the Kentucky Club Band before they got the Cotton Club uh, contract, which introduced the idea of jungle music to the public. And Harry Carney, as I said, stayed with Ellington up until Ellington died, I think, in the spring of 74. And Carney didn't live much longer. He died in October of 1974. But we're sampling some of the recordings that he made largely outside the Ellington uh, orbit during the 1940s. And uh, these give him a little more... Uh, opportunity to blow, I guess you'd have to say. He uh, often had some very strict uh, features in the Ellington Band, and uh, touring with them for so long, of course, he had uh, ways of going about things, but on these casual recording dates, he could really let it all hang out, and uh, he was an excellent player in that uh, style of swing, kind of unbuttoned swing, even though he didn't get a lot of chance to do it. So we're going to devote the next set to uh, a date for Blue Note that was done by the Edmund Hall Swing Tet. I was originally going to put this on the Benny Morton program, but we had too much Benny Morton, and uh, this seems to equally feature Harry Carney and Benny Morton, even though uh, it's under Edmund Hall's name. Edmund Hall, the great New Orleans clarinet player, put together this kind of unusual group with a clarinet and a baritone sax and Benny Morton on trombone, uh, kind of a... 
a dark sound, but it worked very well here. And the rhythm section was the Harlem Stride Pianist Don Fry, along with Everett Barksdale on guitar, Junior Raglan again on bass, and the great Sid Catlett on drums. And this was done in May, May 5th of 1944. We're going to start with uh, the great tune, It's Been So Long, by Walter Donaldson. This was done, most notably, I think, by Benny Goodman in uh, the late 1930s with Helen Ward on vocals. Then we're going to move on to a standard, I can't uh, believe that you're in love with me, which presents uh, Carney in a, in a sort of a ballad mood, actually, kind of unusual for this tune. It starts fast and then cuts the tempo in half. Then we're going to hear a, uh, a good blues tune, the Big City Blues, credited to Edmund Hall with some excellent Carney and Benny Morton as well. And then we're going to finish up with a, uh, a romp, a blues, uh, sort of a themeless blues called Steamin' and Beamin', although on some sources it's called Beamin' and Steamin', so take your pick, I guess. And this features multiple choruses by all the horns, but lots of wonderful Harry Carney, sort of out of his uh, uh, business suit, if you will, with Duke Ellington and in his comfy clothes, doing this wonderful swing session with Edmund Hall. So we're going to hear, It's Been So Long, I Can't Believe That You're In Love With Me, The Big City. City Blues and Beeman and Steeman.
was a great, if little-known, session uh, with swing musicians for Blue Note, as I said, in May of 1944. Harry Carney featured extensively on baritone sax, probably the recording session of his career that he was featured most extensively on. Benny Morton got some wonderful solos on trombone, along with the leader, Edmund Hall, on clarinet. In fact, Edmund Hall probably was featured the least of all three of them. Don Fry on piano, Everett Barksdale on guitar, Junior Aglin on bass, and Sid Callan on drums. And we heard, It's Been So Long, that nice uh, sort of fast and slow version of I Can't Believe That You're In Love With Me, kind of different from the average, which went the other way. The Big City Blues, a good slow blues performance with solos all around. And then that fast blues, Beamin' and Steamin', slash Steamin' and Beamin', um, which really uh, showed off the improv chops of all three horn players especially. They got multiple choruses, Carney got four or five on there. So we're going to finish up on this program with some of these Harry Carney things with a, the balance of that Coleman Hawkins All-Star Sax uh, Ensemble uh, recording session for Keynote. Before we do that, I want to tell you, you are listening to WETF, the jazz station, South Bend, Indiana. My name is John Clark, and this is the Jazz Focus. So those last two numbers that I mentioned, Coleman Hawkins and his sax ensemble for a Keynote in May of 1944. Tab Smith doing the arranging and playing alto, Coleman Hawkins and Don Bias on tenor, Harry Carney on baritone, Johnny Guarneri on piano, Al Lucas on bass, and Sid Catlett on drums. And we are going to hear Louise. Every little breeze seems to whisper Louise, the Maurice Chevalier hit from about 20 years before, followed by the Battle of the Saxes, which is a tune that is based on the chord changes of China Boy. Uh, that'll start uh, off with Hawkins uh, doing his thing with Tab Smith following him, and then Don Bias playing tenor after that, and then Carney, uh, really not taking the backseat to any of them after that. Uh, Louise, I should mention, uh, has the saxophones going back and forth. Hawkins is the first tenor player you're going to hear, and then Don Bias gets a half a chorus later on. So this is Coleman Hawkins Sax Ensemble featuring Harry Carney, and this is our Harry Carney Day today, and hope you've enjoyed the program. So... Tune in next week and see what we have in store for you by way of great jazz then.
Thank you. 